Hey, y'all. It is us. Your friendly neighborhood spider people. Um, my name is Colleen Wing. Um, and I am Lost Farms. And this is The Read. And this is our special holiday mailbag episode. Yay! <laughs> it's the end of the year. And so we're taking a little bit of time off, just a couple of weeks. And so that is the purpose of these mailbag episodes to just answer a lot of your questions, clear out the inbox a little bit, and really dive into y'all and y'all's y'all shit <laughs> and everything True. y'all have going on. So this is always fun. Yeah. Do you want to start? I can. Yeah. Let's see sure. here. Burr, 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 burr. Um. Okay. Yes, I will start, actually. <clears throat> this letter comes from Jay. And Jay says, here's the deal. A while ago, my best friend Nia told me and our other best friend Brandy that she asked her fiancé to write down his experiences and thought processes regarding choosing Nia at the beginning of their relationship. Why? For context, before Nia and her fiancé became exclusive, Nia found out that he was sleeping with other people. Not a huge deal other than the obvious right. lack of communication since they weren't exclusive, but once she realized she caught feelings, she took a step back and let him know that she would be interested in becoming exclusive if he wanted to. But if not, she would have to do what was best for her. He ended up deciding uh -huh. to cut off his roster and committing to her. And a year or so later, they were engaged. <coughs> it's been almost eight months since they got engaged. And Nia has realized she wants to know more about the time in their relationship where he was sleeping around. Why? To my knowledge, this was prompted by wanting to have the reassurance as to why she was the connection he chose to pursue. Oh, <clears throat> my God. Alive <laughs> today. A few weeks ago, Nia texted Brandy and I in a panic, saying that her fiancé gave her the letter, and she was extremely overwhelmed since it, since it was several pages long and included information on eight different women that he slept with during that time, which he called the only ones worth noting. <laughs> So he slept with more than eight, but this this was his. You top literally eight. <laughs> asked for this. You you printed an invoice you out. Did, you did. Like you you, you did. asked for this. You did. Please. Obviously, there was chaos in the group chat, and Nia ended up sending Brandy and I the full letter completely unprompted. I asked in the chat, "Do I want to read this?" And Nia responded, I don't. "You can read it or not." I have made up my mind to not open the letter because I wanted to give Nia and her fiancé the time to work everything out on their own, especially because knowing me, I didn't want to read some shit that wasn't meant for me, and then I'll be looking at this nigga sideways for the rest of our lives. There it is then. <laughs> then there it is. I told Nia and Brandy I wouldn't read it, but that I was there for her if she needed help processing after her convo with her fiancé. Later that day, I got a call from Brandy in the middle of the workday, and she was enraged, telling me that she read the letter and it was foul. She even said that he name-dropped the both of us in it and ended the convo saying she thought I should read it. And wait, 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 wait. Rewind. Who wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm so Brandy sorry. is the other best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She read it and, and she's tight? Yeah, she said that the okay. letter he wrote was disgusting. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, and in her opinion, it was enough for Nia to give the ring back. After that, I did read the letter <laughs> and it was indeed disgusting. <laughs> so you went... Oh, my... Oh. There was no Jay, consideration for were... Nia's feelings at all and went into many unnecessary details about these eight women that he was sleeping with. The letter was broken up into sections, <laughs> one for each I of the women. I want to read it! I want to read it! And they were all given code names. One section even had photos. 
Oh no, that okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Um I actually live for this man. In addition to the nasty and narcissistic bullshit that was oozing from the letter, he even blamed Nia a few times for making him heal faster than he wanted to by forcing him into a relationship. That's fucked up. Niggas. (laughs) After reading the letter, the three of us set up a time to debrief in person, which led to Brandy and I... (laughs) Are y'all shield? What the fuck is going on? The X-Files? Skulder and Mullions? Do you have a headquarters? Are you meeting up in some dimly lit warehouse to talk about this nigga? I love this so much. Which led to Brandy and I letting Nia know that we think she should end her engagement because this man clearly doesn't respect women, is a narcissist, and is not ready for marriage. That was not taken well. We continued to press Nia about her feelings about the letter, and she really wasn't processing it with us. When we asked her why she's so confident that her fiancé is the one, she kept coming up with basic answers like, he's patient enough to deal with my anxiety, and he always tries to help me out. And to me, these things are the bare minimum of what anybody, much less a future husband, should be doing. I agree. Oh, and I forgot to mention that he wrote that he was in contact with one of the eight women up until just a few months ago when he finally told her that he was engaged while he was on vacation with Nia. I could go on and on about this damn letter, but I want to know, were we wrong for telling our friend to break off the engagement? I already had some unfortunate interactions with her fiancé before this, but I was able to handle it and set boundaries in a way that made me feel all right being around him. Yeah. At one point, I was even considering backing out of the wedding since I'm a bridesmaid and so is Brandy. Any thoughts you have Mm. are welcome. Love y'all so much. Thanks, Jay. I assume Jay was male or mass presenting. No, Jay's a lady. Well, Well, it usually usually is a dyke or a man, but this time it is not. I mean, we don't know. Nia, Brandy, and and, and Jandy. Um, I don't know where to go with this one. I feel like I'm far more intrigued by what you would have to say as a... (laughs) as a therapist Uh -uh. (laughs) not therapist or maybe just someone who's because here it is right is it someone who admits that she has anxiety Mm -hmm. um so much so that for i'm not even gonna say for whatever reason so much so that she asked her partner after they took a break or whatever Mm. like why he chose like not only just why he chose to get back with her but like her specifically among all the hoes mm-hmm. right this nigga published a book i i assume <laughs> that it is like it has it, it is a hard cover possibly <laughs> like bound a in a really f- yes. strong material yeah like photographs glossary my god okay so i feel like right on one hand i understand where they're like oh this is too much why include this and all these details and Mm -hmm. all this other stuff but then at the other end it's like well you asked him to tell you Mm -hmm. this very thing and he was almost too honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I, do you have any questions? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga was just like, just so there's nothing else to be asked, said, or whatever. Here's what she looked like. Here's her blood type, shoe size. Like, mm-hmm. you know, here's where I'm at with everything. So, is it... Uh, 
Lord. Because he didn't cheat on you. I don't like that he blamed you for uh, his emotional journey or lack thereof or whatever. That's shitty. He was in communication with one of these girls up until however many months ago, Mm -hmm. which to me says fucking. Like, I don't... I don't... So I wouldn't even know if I would say cheating. But then again, the nigga is so honest that I be I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. Is it something <laughs> that you take to somebody and go like, oh, hey, man. you know, Dr. So-and-so, you know, me and this nigga really want to make it work. And, you know, pre-marital therapy is a big thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so here is his book. I'm going to give you an opportunity. Matter of fact, we might have to just email that ahead of the session Mm -hmm. so you can just get, you know, abreast. Um, And then, you know, go from there. Or is it a thing where you really are just like, oh, wow, this is too much. I don't want to be with this nigga anymore. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. She's deciding, no, that isn't the case. I read the goddamn book. You read the book. (laughs) She read the magazine. So, like... And I'm not going nowhere. So yeah, hmm, interesting. So were you wrong for telling her to break off the engagement? I mean, you're her two best friends. You feel that way about it. I think you probably would have been wrong to not say something, right? Um, because this is you know we're talking about the person you're about to tie yourself to legally. That's big. That's um, a big thing. Yeah. So I think you know as a best friend, if I felt like in my heart, this bitch do not need to be marrying this nigga. I'm going to say something. Yeah. Um, But I think... I'm not going to, like, rent out a WeWork space and schedule a Google uh, Google Meet time for us to, <laughs> okay, like, no. discuss it. Yeah. I'd probably do it in, you know, just the regular-ass way that I communicate with my friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't... But I agree with you that they probably shouldn't get married, but I don't think the letter, what's in the letter, actually has anything to do with it, you know? Here we are. It's the, Come on now. It's the fact that, honestly, it's the fact that she asked for it in the first place. <laughs> there we are. And, you know, there it is. It's like, I knew I just needed a little ride around. There's a, there's a part of Nia deep down that is having questions. And maybe it's not that deep down. But there's part of her that's questioning this relationship is what it sounds like to me. Um, Because the whole, like, I just wanted some some knowledge and reassurance as to why, like, out of all your hoes, I'm the one you wanted. And right. I don't, I, I feel like that is a question that should have been answered before the engagement ever happened. It's eight months after the engagement, and now you want to know more about the time before we was exclusive when I was fucking a bunch of other women? Why? I wonder what she does for a living. Yeah, I... Not that it's related. Yeah, I just think... What makes you think to ask someone that? Nia sounds a little insecure, but I also wouldn't be surprised based off what you've said about this man. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if he's giving her a lot of things to feel insecure about. I wouldn't be surprised. So, um, uh, are you wrong? No, not for saying something. But you do need to decide, like, if she says, listen, my man, my man, my man, and I'm going to stick beside him. 
then you have to really decide, like, do you feel like this man is harmful? Do you feel like your friend is in some sort of emotional, physical, sexual, mental danger with him? Or is it just, wow, like, you you really cannot give this nigga an inch because he will take the whole fucking mouth and tell you about everybody that he fucked on the way there. Like, <laughs> you really can't give him no space to act out because he will take all of it and use it full up, so... Mm-hmm. I think you had the, head, the nail on the head, though, because mm-hmm. that was my initial like mm-hmm. was just even right. the question. Why did you ask what for this? It? What's going on? And if you were gonna stay with him anyway, why did you send it to your friends? <laughs> I just have some. <laughs> Nia, yes. I don't, I don't think Nia should be getting married, not just to this man, but to anybody right now. Nia got some yeah. shit she need to work through. I she got some growth. Fully agree. She got some growth I that needs to fully, take place. Fully agree. Yeah, because I was already questioning stuff. But mama was like, "Can you write me a letter about them times that she was running through these phones?" And, I was <laughs> and then I completely forgot that that was like kind of the root, mm-hmm. <laughs> based on the fact that this nigga created something that honestly they should convert into a screenplay. Like maybe y'all should sit down with this nigga right. and just turn this into the first draft of Baby Boy Two, Baby Man. Okay, no, 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 no. We don't need to bring that back. We don't need to. We don't need to bring that whole concept. Yeah. Back. Baby V man. No, mm-hmm. no, that can stay exactly where it's at. But man, baby. Yeah. Good luck, Jay. Um, if it comes down to it, then like if you really can't support it, then yeah, back out of the wedding. Yeah. One thing I'm not gonna do is stand up there when I feel like my friend is making the biggest mistake of her life. Like I'm probably not gonna do that. I'm probably not. Depends on how mm. nice the wedding is, how much money I've already spent on it, that sort of thing. But if I feel like he's abusive in some kind of way, I can't, I'm not going to act like I co-sign this relationship. But it's hard, you know, because you want to be a friend, but you also don't want to, you know, make it seem like you approve of the decision she's making, but also she's grown. So, uh, but good luck to you, Jay. Good luck in figuring this out. What a mess. Yes. All right. Indeed. Do you have one? In the beginning. Um, sure. I'll read this one. It's related to rap shit. It says, uh, hi. Oh, it's from April. It's from April. She says, hi, Kristen and Kid Fury. Love you both. My question is for Fury. A couple episodes, a couple episodes ago, you alluded to rap shit and how there are themes and situations in the show that relate to misogyny and hip hop. It got me thinking about whether or not you could give us rap shit fans what we really want and chat about the show a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I know you may not be at liberty to talk about it on your podcast, but just in case you could oblige, here are a couple questions I have. Uh, oh, more than one. Okay. <laughs> one, who is your favorite character to write for or who is your favorite character in general? Uh, I don't think I have a favorite character in general. I, it sounds gross and cliche, but I really <laughs> feel something for all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my favorite characters to write for are Mia's best friends. Yeah. Alicia and Shanelica. Nelly for short. <laughs> Those two are my faves because... They just remind me of my friends mm-hmm. and I when we were around that age. Just not, not that. taking shit seriously. Everything's a joke. Slightly coming for each other all of the time. 
until someone gets to my hair. So, you know, anytime we get to a scene with them, I'm I know it it'll probably be fun. What was the situation or storyline that made you gag the most? Um, it could be from season one or season two. The most, definitely season two, episode five. If you've seen it, you know it. If you haven't, go watch it. What's the best thing about being a writer on a show that is so Black and so Miami? Um, best part about being a writer? That, that it's so Black and so Miami. I don't, <laughs> what's the best part about beat? Um, getting to do it with people that, um are incredibly talented and respectful of of culture across the black community mm-hmm. um and and different identities different backgrounds and stuff like that just working with people who like really get it and aren't really trying to you know be popping more than they are trying to make stuff that matters mm-hmm. and stuff that makes people laugh that's the best part because it could be a black show based on me with a whole bunch of <laughs> white people that don't give could. a fuck you know or something sure it could, could. Easily be some other shit it could lastly it says we all loved your cameo but I did wonder what it was like for you to play straight maybe one fun thing and one challenging thing so here's the thing they ain't asked me to do that until like Production was pretty. I was in Miami. <laughs> we were, you know, ready to start filming and everything. And my amazing showrunner came up to me and said, "Ethan, I spoke, and we want to offer you the role of this straight streaming boy." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "I am honored. I don't know why y'all feel like I could play a heterosexual as gay as I am, but I'm gonna give it my best." Mm-hmm. You know, and um. Most challenging thing. I'm not an actor, so acting. Acting. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were you and like, the most fun? What? I was gonna ask, like, did you have to were you like channeling some heterosexual energy? What were you even thinking about in that moment? Like how do you get A couple straight? of streamers that I don't wanna name specifically. Okay. Um couple of straight friends of of mine and then like nigger rappers from Philly. Love that. Perfect, perfect. Okay. Um, I did the best I could. The most fun was the scene in season one where uh, Cliff and Shauna break up on Instagram Live. <laughs> and I, as Cliff's roommate slash friend, I'm in the other room. And as Shauna storms out, I come out into the hallway and tell Cliff that his mom's on the phone and she's stuttering. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Every take that we did of that scene, I came out and I said something different. Of course, she so did. they kept they she kept did. she stuttering or whatever. But that was fun because it was like every time that it came to that part, I knew I was just gonna say some other random shit about his mama on the phone, mm-hmm. and like it warmed my heart because I'm just a small fish in a large pond. <laughs> so it warmed my heart every now and then. I'll come out there and say something like you agitating her tennis elbow or something, and I could hear like Video Village laugh. <laughs> I can hear people's like offset laughing. Mm-hmm. That made me feel good about myself. So that was nice. I love that. I can't believe we only have two more episodes to the end of season two. Right? It flew I don't want to be it flew by. I don't want to trigger my girl, but I'm just like We need ten episodes. We need <laughs> to be alone. No, and I got a writer. 
<laughs> but you're right. I can't believe it's almost over already. Yeah. I love this show. It's so fucking fun. You should be very proud of the work you've done on it. I think everyone should be proud of the work they're doing on it. Mm-hmm. The actors mm-hmm. are just Y'all are so fun. Oh my God. I love them so much. And to know that some of them are like, this is like their beginning the beginning of their acting career mm-hmm. Jonica Chameleon even Ida like our three main yeah they're so I just can't wait to see them continue to see everybody still work mm-hmm. the writers the DPs seeing some of the assistants the PAs who will be on set have like a line or get camera time where they get set. I think all of that stuff warms my heart because everybody works so hard and I'm a big empath so the girl who plays Shauna how do you how do you say her first name Ida. Ida. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she is so good <laughs> mm-hmm. at all the little just weirdo nuances of <laughs> Shauna, all those little it's almost awkward, like a little Issa D. I was going to say, she's it's giving awkward black girl, really, <laughs> a lot of the times. But she just, um, I'm really impressed by her. But honestly, the whole cast and yeah, y'all are, y'all are having... I can tell y'all are having uh, big fun over there. And so. Thanks for the question. Yeah, I don't talk about it much on here because, mm-hmm. you know, I usually just let my jobs be my jobs. And I don't like to, you know, be like, hey, girl, so let's talk about my other job that ain't got nothing to do with Crystal. Meanwhile, <laughs> like, they don't, like, the, meanwhile the people would love to hear it. They want all the details. So. Well, there, you got a little bit of something. Thank you so much for asking. I fucking love rap shit. Amen. 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 All right. Let's move on to our next letter. This is from Robin, who says, Dear Crystal and Kid Fury. Oh, I just said, I got triggered. No, please. I am so glad Juan Dixon is not here right now. <laughs> Those people are not. They are. Not. They are not well. Okay. <sighs> Uh, Robin says, I've been in an interracial relationship for almost a year with my Anglo-Indian boyfriend. (laughs) I'm going to Google that. I mean, I know. It just means white and Indian. Right. But I just, I'm going to Google it just to to see what, I've never heard that, but I bet you it's like a TikTok thing. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Okay. No, it's just what you call. It's just what, that's what I, that's what I thought, but yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. (laughs) He's 34 and I'm 29. I was in a four-year relationship before and I was in a four-year relationship before and he's recently divorced after his wife cheated and has shared custody of his four-year-old son. Since we've been together, he introduced me to his family, his son and his closest friends. We decided to move in together after the first three months and since then we've been inseparable. We've had growing pains like any other relationship, but overall this is the happiest I've ever been. I've gotten along with his entire family from the start. They've always invited me over for holidays. They surprised me with a cake for my birthday. I'm invited to his younger sister's upcoming destination wedding. And his mom even bought me traditional attire to wear to it. They're very close-knit and that's new to me because my family is the complete opposite. My mom doesn't talk to me and my father passed away back in 08. I have siblings, but I'm only close with my eldest sister. Lately, I've been feeling like an outsider more and more with his family. I say this because of the family group chat created by his mother that I'm not in. I've been included in other group chats for events like Thanksgiving or birthday plans, but the feeling of being excluded recently sprang back up when his grandmother was admitted to the hospital and his mom made another chat and didn't include me in it. 
Mind you, his grandmother and I have a great relationship and I even went with my boyfriend to visit her in the hospital. Am I tripping? Am I overthinking this? Please help. Thanks, Robin. Mm. So he has a white daddy, an Indian mama, and the Indian mama is like, I'm not including your girlfriend. I'm not including your girlfriend. Of course. In all my damn so plainly. In all my damn group chats. Oh my goodness. That is so okay, so I thought okay. I don't want to speak for nobody's culture or nobody's nothing. I feel like if mama was like Hey, girl, we got you a cake. Come to my daughter's destination wedding. Mm-hmm. We go, you know, have we go you in sorry. a traditional, yep. we get you, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So you can, you know, be dripped out. Like, I feel like there are probably a lot of of people in relationships with someone who has an Indian mother, Hindi, whatever you would call, mm-hmm. and... <laughs> their experience would be the opposite. Oh, yeah. Or they might... Real quick. <laughs> they might be like, oh, please get her the fuck far mm-hmm. away from here. What are you thinking? Um, Again, I want to speak for nobody because maybe, you know, Indian moms are just a blast in general and I'm basing that off of stereotypes. But um, I really think just in general, moms who are part of a close-knit family are likely to be protective mm-hmm. in ways. Yep. Um, and it doesn't mean, I'm going to be mean to you. Mm-hmm. It just means, you know, like, you'll get there. We'll see. Right. <laughs> if you can make it around. Because this sounds like this is still relatively new. Almost you talk about year. y'all moved together, <laughs> moved in together after three months, which... <laughs> Sounds crazy to me. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> live and let live. But um, as Crystal was reading this, I was like, it's amazing to me now how many, and I want, it's amazing to me how many letters we get now that really boil down to, you need a therapist. <laughs> um, I, I would attribute that to my journey in therapy, your journey in therapy, your journey as a therapist, yeah. and our um, honesty honesty and upfrontness upfrontedness um about all of the above right mm-hmm. i think that that's what this is because you're admitting that you don't really have that type of relationship with your family it sounds like some it's something that you might desire or maybe you just realized uh is really nice and you may have been missing out on um and so i think that's probably why you have sensitivities to that at the end of the the day um his mama really doesn't have an obligation Mm -hmm. to you um in any way especially when it's something as personal as you know her mama or her husband mama being in uh the hospital or something like that Mm -hmm. the fact that you even get to go with your man is big thank you thank you whether you have a relationship (laughs) with grandma or not so i would probably say you know if everyone is warm and seemingly get along getting along mm-hmm. and they watch your birthday cake and all the open other arms stuff, yeah. take that for what it is mm-hmm. be thankful that it's not like a weird uncomfortable thing like many 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 families <laughs> get when people start you know mixing up and you know blending together and i think what you want to do is really address um, your own personal relationship mm-hmm. with family or yes. lack thereof yes. uh, to tie those loose th- those loose 
threads, you know? Because if your mama was all up on your bumper all the time and you had this close <laughs> relationship with your grandma and stuff like that, this probably wouldn't affect you as much. Yeah. You know? But you're, yeah. it sounds like you're looking at them like their family now. Hmm. Uh, am I the therapist or are you the therapist? Because that was very therapist of you. Like I said, I just go to therapy. You know I just talk to the, the doctor. Yeah. Um. I think, you know, as an outsider looking at this, you have been with him. You've been dating him for a little under a year. His family has welcomed you, but they're not treating you like part of the family yet. And to be fair, you aren't. You aren't. And right. so... I'm not surprised that there are certain topics or certain matters where you're excluded from the family chat, especially, you know, with the assumption that this woman, um, the grandmother who went to the hospital is the mom's mom. I can really mm-hmm. see why she wasn't like, oh, let me add in this <laughs> this black girl that's been coming around for the past eight months. Like, let me add her into the mix. Like, I can see why. Um, you were excluded from those. Now, if you all get engaged or married and you're still left out of certain conversations, that's a different story. But right. mm-hmm. I don't necessarily see anything wrong with this, especially like if Fury said, everything else is great. You, They love you over for holidays. They got you a cake for your birthday. You going to the wedding. Mama got you some drip. Like, it sounds like they love you. They're just not going to... Yeah automatically include you like you've been around for the past 10 years because you haven't. And that's fair. Right. So, and yes, I agree with Kid Fury that I think your personal history with family is probably influencing um, a lot of what's going on here with you. Your mom doesn't talk to you. Your dad is past. You're only close with your sister, but you have other siblings. So like, there's a lot there that you probably need to work through his family dynamic is completely different from yours. Um, And that's not to say that, you know, it's impossible for them to be like rude or fucked up or, you know, not treating you nice. It just doesn't sound like that's the case based off Mm. this. It sounds like they're being appropriate, including you in some group chats, but not all of them, not the ones that are really personal or sensitive, that sort of thing. That's appropriate. Because now that you say that, I also think it's like, mama could love you down to be like, oh, my, my baby's going to marry this girl when mm-hmm. they like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But her sister or one of the other kids or whatever, it is not to say that they might not like, might not, it's not to say they might just dislike you. But mm-hmm. like, again, it's like grandma in the hospital, just because mommy loves you down, I might be like, what is she doing in this group chat? You know, yeah. no shade. Yeah. I love when she comes over and she's a good vibe, but like, no she's shade. Not, you but know, you are a girlfriend. Really, yes. I think you use the right word when you used, when you said appropriate. Yes. I think they are doing what is appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not. More than that. They buying you cakes and dressing you up. Yeah, they're not excluding you from everything. They're making you feel welcome, but it's an appropriate amount of welcome. Mm -hmm. Because still, ultimately, you just got here. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, he has a four-year-old son. I'm sure they're very protective about that baby. Um, And so, yeah, I'm not shocked. But, yeah, I don't think this is them being like, (laughs) fuck Robin. Robin can't be part of the family. We don't give a damn about her. I think this is... Not even you tripping, but maybe overthinking due to your own trauma. And that's understandable. So like Kiff Yuri said, if therapy is an option for you, definitely would recommend that. So you can process what sounds like a fucked up childhood, fucked up family. And or or starts 
you know, spending more time with that older sister and see if there's a way to open a conversation about bringing mm, the other siblings yes. in, too. Is it a possibility that you can start, you know, building something with the family that you do have? You know, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about siblings first. It sounds like mama's not, you know, mama's something else. Not even available. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's fine, you know. Mm-hmm. But... Maybe it's about, you know, just building that closeness again with the family that you have here on top of therapy both. Yeah. My therapist be like, you know, if you want to bring somebody into a session, you can. So. <laughs> Is that a suggestion or a recommendation? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, from them? No, I'm just saying. You, you, you got to have to look at it from a therapist when they're like, if they say it more than once or if they say it every week, they're like, you know, anytime you want to just bring in a close friend. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> that's, a, yeah, that, yeah. that's when it kind of starts to sound like your therapist is saying, girl, like, we mm-hmm. need some additional context here. But it's very much just like, if you want your mama to be on one of these calls, oh, <laughs> like, that's, that's okay. Well, that, that can get deep. <laughs> it's never even been. Anyway, we can talk about me. I'm just saying. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, best of luck to you, Robin, as you try to figure this out. Let us know how it goes. You know who we never got an update from? The girl who got her ass beat because she said, at least my man ain't dead or whatever to her friend. Would you? She, she has never. <laughs> Would you? She has never. And Alex posted about, like, what's your favorite moment, you know, for the best of episode. And that one came up so many times. And I'm like, damn, why have you not? Like, girl, hit us back. What happened? Please. Maybe until like, yeah, <sighs> I actually truly, truly, if you're out there. Yeah. I truly need to hear more about that one. Okay. Let's take a quick break and then we'll come right back. Boop, boop, boop. That's the quick break. Now we can come right back. Okay, y'all, we're back. It is time for some more letters. This one comes from Josh. He says, hey, y'all. Hope the holidays are going well for you and yours. Some nerdy questions here, mainly for Fury, because we all know for damn sure Crystal ain't got no dog in this fight. Wow. Depends on what the question is. Rude. (laughs) So, Fury, who are your top five Naruto characters? Why top five One Piece? My hero. And because I want Crystal to feel included, Steven Universe. Hmm, hmm, hmm. This one actually requires like a lot of thought that I don't have a prepared at the moment. Well, so for me, my top did he say top five characters? Yeah. My top five Steven Steven Universe <laughs> characters are um okay, so I was gonna try doing an order, but no particular order because I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, I'm I can't do that either. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it anymore. Um Stevani. Fair. Amethyst. Mm-hmm. Knew that. Garnet. Mm-hmm. Knew that. Um. Greg. Fair. <laughs> Steven's fair. dad. Yeah. And I don't know. This one might be kind of controversial, but Listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Pearl. Because Pearl is... That's not controversial. It is a little bit. Because Pearl is is kind of high-strung. Pearl is the Virgo of the family. There's so many reasons for that. But you need you need a Pearl. Like, Pearl keeps shit going. Pearl, you know, she 
she's the like the no nonsense. Let's let's get our head out of the cloud. Amethyst would have us go rolling Organized, around eating pizza plans. and smoking weed all day. Yeah. Right. And so <laughs> you need your Taurus Amethyst, but you also need your Virgo, um, your Virgo Pearl. And so I'm going to go with her. But yeah, Stevani, iconic Garnet. Garnet might be my top one, honestly. Oh, God, I didn't even say Steven. Steven is so adorable. <laughs> Steven is so fucking cute. But it's something about his dad, Greg, being like fully not a gym and still ally. being so. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, being an ally, like fucking up, apologizing, making a genuine effort to do better, trying to understand his son who is so different from him and like ways he could have never fathomed and his baby mama is not here no more like mm -hmm. sacrificed herself so this child could live and so it's and 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 still you know he's out here just being a hippie playing his guitar living in a van randomly wins the lottery gets rich but then just spends his money on everybody else and you know tips a thousand dollars to waiters and shit like that so greg is like a real solid, schlubby white man who's just out here not trying to be part of capitalism, not trying to be part of the problem, um, and trying to, you know, parent his son as best as he can. But he mostly lets the gyms handle it because he knows, you know, he knows what he can do and what he cannot do. So Greg is there, but he also, you know, he yields a lot of it to Pearl, who is everybody's mama, and Garnet, who is like, you know, their god. So... <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but there are so many excellent characters on Steven Universe. God, I think I might, during this break, I might go back and just watch it again. Because, oh, oh, and Lion! Okay. Okay. Lion is there tricky because Lion doesn't even so speak. Many. And still, Lion is iconic. <laughs> so much. Yes. He's yes. not here for the bullshit unless, you know. Right. He's not here for the bullshit, but he's with the shit. Right. Literally Mine that. Mine is everything. <laughs> so, yeah. so those are my, but those other shows I don't think I've ever even seen. So, can't yeah, do nothing about Naruto. Hold on. Naruto. Is that? Ninja ones. Um, Naruto. What's his name? <laughs> What's his name? You're about to say Goku. Yes. <laughs> Goku, Goku. Ryan and Goku. No, what's not Ryan? Ryzen? You know who I'm thinking Ryu? of. Ryu. Ryu. Street Fighter? No. You're talking about three completely different franchises. Okay. All right. I'm done. I tried. <laughs> I tried, but I'm out. All right. I'll do the Steven Universe one first. Honestly, a lot of the other ones I probably, I don't even know what my answers would be vibe is a lot and a lot of them also have names that i won't really remember but i'll try my best so steven universe no particular order even though yes garnet is likely number one garnet is that like you just cannot when we got the backstory and we saw ruby and sapphire fuse for yeah. the first time and become like when we got that whole story it was like bitch don't talk to me about garnet like garnet hive for life. That's my bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So Garnet. I feel like Steven's not fair. Like he should just automatically be uh, like assumed. But you put Steven in there, so I'll put Steven in mine too. <laughs> well, I ended up with like eight characters by the end. So but Steven wasn't oh. in my original top five. He was not. Okay. Garnet, Rainbow Quartz, the first mm -hmm. one. 
Okay. Which was the fuse between Rose and Pearl. And she was like the one who looked the cuntiest of mm-hmm. the fusion. Yep. She was like the ballerina when the ballerina with the rainbowy <laughs> iridescent vibe. Um, White Diamond, just stellar seller villain. Mm, yeah, horrible person. Great reveal, <laughs> like actually truly intimidating for an animated character in a show this bright and charming. Um, and pretty decent arc, even though, you know, she comes in pretty much right at the end and is in the movie. Uh, that's three. That's three. Garnet, Rainbow, White, Diamond. Um, ooh, 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 my boy, my boy, my boy, my boy with the gauges. I'm forgetting his name. Oh, the little surly teenage asshole in the band. Yes, 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 yes. I forgot his name. I forgot his name. I forgot his name. No, don't do this to me. I have a little figure of him and everything. I just can't remember um, his name right now. Mm. This is exactly what I told you was going to happen. I have to Google it. I should have I should have included Sadie. Sadie and this person work together at the shop. You know his name. It's German. Rhymes oh, with, fuck! Rhymes with cars. <laughs> it's Lars! Yay! Oh, Got that it. took a while. Yeah, Lars yeah, is a good one. Yeah, I love one. Lars. Lars is a good one because he is really an asshole, but then you see his character development. Because like all assholes, he has a lot of pain in his life. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the way that he... I mean, he literally... Spoiler alert. He literally dies. Excuse? Oh, okay. <laughs> wait, I was like, wait a minute, what? Like, the, the <laughs> Lars that we have now, Super Lars, is like... Mm-hmm. Mm. He went on this whole intergalactic thing. It's true. He did. He does. He he sacrificed himself um, mm. for the sake of everybody else. Which honestly, Lars was kind of a dick munch. So, mm. but yeah, okay. And lastly, I think I want to go. Um, I want to take like a, a a left turn here. Okay. And I'm gonna pick. Grandma Nanny Foy. I don't think I know her. Not off the top of my head. From Fish Stew Pizza, the grandma. Oh! Reagan's mama. <laughs> I, yeah, Reagan's the Reagan's Reagan Gomez voices those girls. Yes. Oh, oh, she is iconic. Isn't she Caribbean? <laughs> I think they're African Nigerian. Okay, Nigerian. Yeah. Okay. They're definitely African, but I don't know if it's Nigeria. Got gotcha. you. But um yeah she is like was always so from the episode where they were beefing with them mm-hmm. playing, and then they they play that volleyball game mm-hmm. <laughs> like from that episode on, so good so good Nanny Fall was like one of my favorite characters so I was like let me pick another left field one but honestly so many of those characters are fantastic. Honestly, you could throw a rock or a dart and hit a really fantastic character because they're all so well thought out. Mm-hmm. It is. It's, it's a perfect show. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I'm just going to do Steven. For uh, the other ones, I'm not going to even do top fives because there's too many mm-hmm. and all of that other stuff. But I'll just run through characters from these other three shows that I really, really love. Obviously, Naruto. Um... 
amazing story arc from beginning to end. Probably one of my favorite in anime, period. Itachi from Naruto is probably my favorite of Naruto, if not second favorite. And then uh, One Piece, Love Luffy, Love Usopp, Nico Robin. Really like the main girlies. Ch- uh, Chopper. Mm-hmm. Um, Chopper style. <laughs> Top, 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 stop. Exactly that person. And um, my hero, all of the ones that that Megan Thee Stallion has dressed up as, <laughs> literally. <laughs> like, literally. Oh, boy, uh, the rabbit lady. What's her name? Mirko? Mirko? I don't remember. Mm, um, I Todoroki. I know her. Um, my girl who has, like, the... She, like, floats around. She's one of, like, the top three. I don't remember her name, but y'all are going to send it to me. She doesn't. She's not the rabbit girl, but she almost like the rabbit girl. She has little twisties in her hair. And she's super, like, charming and stuff. Those are, like, some of my favorites of anime. All right, I'm done. Wonderful. Wonderful. So I guess it's my turn now for a question. Mm -hmm. This one comes from Mark, who says... I recently started taking testosterone to come into a more masculine, non-binary identity. I've always known about my identity, but repressed it because of such horrible examples of masculinity that I saw growing up. And I know this one. I felt like getting older was just learning all the ways women in your life have been abused by by men, and I never wanted to become like that. I'm so sorry, pause. Imagine knowing what you know about yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. No, like, I'll, okay, I'm sorry. Just that, no, it's that real. It's sentence real. Yeah. is so powerful and it really deserves its own episode. It is. Please continue. <laughs> My word. Like, knowing that you're trans mask and then also knowing that the people that you feel I close with, like, they, that you identify with The are, examples the, that you have They're the abusers so of all the women in your life. That you just don't Not, express it oh, or connect with yikes. it. Yikes. Wow. Yes. Okay. Um, yes, never wanted to become like that. But Jesus. with therapy, I was able to realize I can do masculinity better than they ever could. And that's the tea. Love that. Unfortunately, this testosterone has me horny as all hell. <laughs> I've heard that. It does Ooh, do that. Oh, bitch, I've heard that. It does do that. <laughs> Trust me, trust me. I have dated a I few of y'all on T, and the T be yes. having y'all. <laughs> the T is this the basically turns you into a little teenage boy. Think pubescent teenage boy. Literally the next yeah. line. <laughs> yeah. I've never been one to enjoy casual sex, but this T has me down bad. <laughs> my two roommates slash besties have come up with an iteration of a bet that they created to help my one roommate overcome their own reservations around casual a sex. Bet? Or a bet. A bet. B-E-T. Since then, this roommate has been able to have really incredible sexual experiences and a sexual confidence that I yearn for. So the new sex bet is as follows. Whoever is first to sleep with five women wins, and the rest of us have to do that roommate's laundry for a month. Folded and everything, and we don't have laundry in our unit, so this is huge. (laughs) (laughs) However, sleeping with white women does not count. <laughs> no, I screamed when I read that part. I did. I screamed. I nearly cried. They said white women do not count. So, so first of all, girl, let's be clear. And let's call a spade a spade. 
They said only colored pussy. <laughs> Woo! Oh, um, she yes. said anybody could do that. Girl. White girls don't count, and you can't oh, use God. apps to find hookups. That, now that is unnecessarily okay. difficult. That, yeah, but, but okay, that's some Super Mario Maker. Oh man. Both of my roommates are bi, but they've only had casual sex with men. They say they respect women too much to sleep with them in the same way they do men. I know that's <laughs> right. <laughs> so this would be a motivator to get more comfortable around women, too. Hell no. Yeah. My question is, <laughs> so funny. am I a douchebag for agreeing to do this? Am I already engaging with toxic masculinity? Is this something I should lean away from despite my horniness? Let me know what y'all think. P.S. I know a lot of people use apps to have straightforward casual sex, but I'm too much of a dyke at heart. I need to lock eyes with you under the purple strobe lights in the club and feel like we in an A24 movie. I can't see God in her eyes if I'm looking through a screen. I almost spit out my senses. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Dykes do want to fall in love with you under the no, purple strobe lights in the club. They do. The A24 reference is so true. <laughs> Euphoria lights. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for your help, Mark. <laughs> wow, this is great. Oh, oh thank Mark. You, bless Mark. you, baby. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, is it a douchebag for engaging in this? Uh, I think sleeping with someone as a bet comes close to douchebaggery. Um, I don't know about toxic masculinity because femmes could do that down and probably have mm-hmm. many times. Um, uh, here's the thing, right? I don't, I respect that it's in an effort to become more comfortable with sex, um, with your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, you know, different types of people and stuff like that. And I think that that's fire. I don't know if I like the bet part of it. Yeah. Well. Like, why can't it be like a pact or something? <laughs> or like a... Yeah, like a bet just sounds gross. It does. It does. So th- that's my thing. Like, I feel really conflicted about this because on the one hand... I think it's fine to have like casual sex with somebody who is also looking for that. Um, mm-hmm. You're on T, so like you're feeling this urge more than you want. Right. So you like, you're right. really trying to hunch something, and I get that. Um, and the incentive is, is not toxic. It's not like, it's not like, you know, fuck five women and post a video of like, her naked body on Instagram or whatever, like the first one to to humiliate five women wins. It's like just the first one to actually get past their own shyness, to go out there, say hi, talk to somebody, create enough of a connection for y'all to have casual sex in the first place. And then you win like laundry being done. It's, I get that. Not having laundry in your unit, that's very annoying. That's a I'm huge like, inconvenience. Ultimately harmless well i'm not saying i'm sure that's what i'm trying to figure out though i think if everybody you have sex with knows that this is a casual sex situation they want that you want that then it should be fine then i think it's fine it's when you if you're lying to people about what's going on just so you can fuck 
knowing that they're looking for a relationship or whatever else just so you can win free laundry for a month then i think that's fucked up but yeah you know people are people have agency and they can go out to the club and be like i'm trying to fuck on somebody tonight and you looking like it like let's go so are you already engaging with toxic masculinity probably yeah, I mean, it feels like it perpetuates. Yeah, it feels right? like it's it's right there. It's right there. Um, and and so oh, no, I just feel like there has to be a better way to do this. Oh no, there definitely is, and the better way is just going out and meeting people, going on dates, having sex, creating these connections without the incentive dangling over your head. Yeah, but how do you do that as someone who's maybe shy or a little inexperienced and maybe do that with people you trust without it being mm-hmm. can't hardly wait? Well, you need a wingman. You need somebody That's who does saying, have the confidence. Do well, and it sounds like all of y'all are shy and start getting real mealy-mouthed around pretty girls. You're like, oh, I, uh, I mean, um, my name is... Uh, 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 and then you just shut down completely when like a pretty girl looks in your direction. Whereas with men, at least for your roommates, men are like nothing. <laughs> they have no problem <laughs> fucking men and, and, you know, scratching that itch. So maybe can all of y'all are like, like that, but. Can I like, go shopping and like goof off trying on clothes together that you feel like is going to get y'all laid and take pictures and make a moment out of it and then go home and like eat something sweet mm-hmm. and then like oh no like make a make a, a play play crown out of mm-hmm. m&ms and toilet paper rolls or some shit like that and then just be like you know, the, f- the first one is to get some this month gets to wear this crown for the night when we get together and watch girlfriends. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> same shit. I just, yeah, I just get the feeling these roommates are not mask or not trans. Yeah, no, they don't sound that way. I get the feeling you live with two bisexual girls, um, and everybody would like to to have more sex with women, and so the three of you are trying to encourage each other to do that. Is there a better way to do it? Almost certainly, but I do think as long as you're honest and. And I would go so far as to be like, I am so shy. Like, I I feel like talking to certain women and saying, like, I'm so shy around women that me and my friends are, like, trying to encourage each other to talk to more girls and, like, whoever sleeps with a certain... Like, you could be honest about it. Here's the thing. You could say that. <laughs> I considered that. You could. You could be honest and be <laughs> but like... But I feel like it's <laughs> it's almost impossible for that to be anything but a turn off like i don't see oh, yeah. any way mm-hmm. <laughs> like even if i'm also trying to have casual sex mm-hmm. if you're like oh my friends a, right get, like that's tell me it's that's not bet. sexy <laughs> right that's not yeah, sexy yeah my so i'd probably still right keep up. it to myself mm-hmm. even and and go with what you were originally saying yeah. which is like I know this is casual. You know this is casual because then ultimately when I go home or you go home, mm-hmm. what difference does it make if it was a bed or not? And, you know, there are sex toys for people who, for for whatever genitals you're interested in, there, mm. a sex toy exists. And so That's true. that and some lube, yeah, you could have a really good time without ever involving anybody else in the process. Of course, it's not the same 
as having sex with a person, but it can handle what sounds like a lot of very <laughs> strong biological urges that you're going through right now. I mean, Mark is a nigga. Yeah, Mark is. And I have dated niggas on T, so I get it. <laughs> like, they they want to fuck all day. <laughs> all day. Science, mama. <laughs> like, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> Yeah, blame the moans. Yeah, I think there's a way to kind of do this ethically, but also, you know you want to fall in love under the strobe lights in the club. Go do that. Why were we why was Maya skating around that part? Like she forgot like I forgot. The mama was like, um, so this nigga right here. Yeah. Um, I wanna do that. I'm I wanna blue look at under the moonlight. <laughs> Yes, I blew under the moonlight and I'm trying to fall in love. Go do that, you know? Girl. Get you a sex toy to take the edge off and go fall in love with the woman of your dreams in the club while while both of y'all are on shrooms. Like, that's cool. (laughs) I get it. Whatever. But it's like, if you can't go on apps anyway, Mark, then it means it's, yeah, like you. you Yeah, you can't use the apps anyway. Right. So go to the club and, and fall in love. But Mark is like, I'm going Mark wants like, that. Mark wants I'm that gonna laundry. meet girl one or two, and I'm gonna. Be and I'm like, out. I, I don't want to play. No. <laughs> oh my god, Mark gonna be the one to fall in love with the second girl and be like, I actually, Damn, I'm, out absolutely. Of the, I'm out of the bed. <laughs> and then tell her immediately, second date. But maybe the horniness <laughs> will be like, no, I don't. I actually do kind of want to get out here a little bit more and, and yeah. you know, be a fast-ass boy. And honestly, a lot of queer people don't get the dating life that they deserve. Yes! A lot of, especially when you think about how people start dating as like preteens, <laughs> teenage years, a lot of us aren't even fully sure of our identities by then. We have families who would never let a queer partner show up at the door to take us no fucking where. So it's oh like God, you don't get the reach. chance to just be young and stupid and go out here and fuck on a bunch of different people like that. Right. That was never available to you. And so I get that. On top too. of the fact that now you have these hormones oh, yeah. in your life and, and as a part of your journey and stuff <laughs> like that and all of that other shit. So it's probably also it's changing your body and maybe the way you look and all this other stuff. And, mm-hmm. and but like that's so tea what you just said. It's just mm-hmm. like a lot of us are not afforded the comfort yeah. or the space to figure that out anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get it. I encourage, you know, um, casual sex as a way to like learn about yourself, to feel some feel good. The way that sex feels good. Absolutely. To also learn how you best have sex mm-hmm. for your person. Yes. Whether it is that and how person that or has somebody changed. Because <laughs> the way you have sex might change after tea versus before. It very mm-hmm. much. And it the way that you have sex might. will change 20s. 30s. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's ever evolving. So I'm all with that and, and, and whatnot. But yeah, I would definitely say Mark. Uh, maybe go and just buy some detergent now because if you if you try to buy some detergent, Mark said he's you're trying to fall in love. Bed. You're gonna you're gonna lose, Mark. <laughs> like Mark wants to fall in love. Yeah, let 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 one of the bisexual girls. I I I don't know. I'm just picturing your roommates as looking like Janelle Monae <laughs> <laughs> and Lynn. <laughs> and Lynn. And Lynn from Girlfriends. Yes. Yes. 
Um, all like hippie and you know, gender is just a construct and all I know that. <laughs> their apartment smells good. <laughs> Either that or it smells horrible. It smells like patchouli and feet, <laughs> but <laughs> like constant weed. But you know, I maybe I I feel like in your heart of hearts, you just want to go meet somebody with a septum piercing and fall in love the way God intended. <laughs> yeah, like that's what your that. head wants. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. And your body, by mm-hmm. way of yeah. medication, wants fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, that's what your head wants. But you want some head. <laughs> okay, sorry, Mike. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Good luck, babe. I don't think you're a douchebag. I don't think you're a no. The fact that you're even thinking about the effect that this might have on your casual sex Preach. partners, because let me tell you something: men do not be thinking. Men be Preach. going to the club armed with a lie. <laughs> so men that- have never asked themselves. <laughs> <they're a> <laughs> That's a great point, <laughs> Mark. You're doing just fine, my love. Oh Lord. Okay. Um. Let me pick one. Or do you want? To- Let's do a break. Okay. Welcome back, y'all, to the show. I've got a letter here ready for you. It's from Lexi. She says, Dear Crystal and Kid Fury, I am a 35-year-old femme lesbian, madly in love with the stud of my dreams. We've been together for four years now, which in gay parlance is eternity. And we are huge fans of the show. This woman is gorgeous, former college basketball player, and all of that. I thought I couldn't trade her for the world, but I don't know. I know that's right. (laughs) That is a wild sentence. That is how you start. (laughs) Here's our issue. We upgraded our cell phone plan. Okay, I haven't read this letter yet, just so y'all know. So forgive me. That's why you're taking yourself I saw them lesbian and dyke in the first line, and I was like, I'm going to read this one. Um... We upgraded our cell phone plan and decided to upgrade our phones, too. So I took them to the Apple store. Ugh, always a mistake. I think my girl forgot to fully wipe her phone because there are some voice notes saved to it, which I promptly sent to my iCloud. Well, and there it is today. Uh-uh. As soon as I got in my car with our brand new iPhones, I dug right into these voice notes. Baby, shocked is not the word. The first thing I heard was my boo's voice telling a man how much she misses giving her head. No, how much she misses him giving her head. Mm. This was the opening to about one hour and 18 minutes of some of the filthiest sexual audio you can ever imagine. My touch me not was fully being touched up. (laughs) I know that's right. <laughs> now we had been discussing allowing some freak shit into our relationship, including men for me. But apparently she had jumped the gun repeatedly. Here's where I am in the deep end. I know that man's voice. I've met him. Wow. Oh, God. I don't think he knows me as her partner, but I have met the man with that voice. <laughs> okay. So He's bad. West Indian and very charming. Oh, God. That's how they get you. <laughs> so I can see why it's him. But I can't see why it got to be my girl. <laughs> how would y'all handle this? Yes, leaving her is option one. But in my heart of hearts, I think this is survivable. <laughs> you would. 
Have you ever heard of any dykes or studs who want to be getting dicked down on the regular like this? Is there such a thing as a bisexual lesbian? God bless it. Am I just disgusted because it's a man? Am I limiting my partner's explorations if I really chew, chew her out? To be honest, their sex sounded better than ours, and that makes me righteously angry. <laughs> she sounded free as a bird in them audios, and I would hate to deny someone their true self, so how do I approach this pray for me thanks <laughs> Free as a bird in them audios is taking me down. She said I dyke got on the mic and started singing. <laughs> now he was giving her head and yeah. with an hour and 18 minutes. And she said, Lexi, don't do it like that, y'all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, mm. so Lexi says that she feels this is survivable. <laughs> so... I guess we can start there. And I think it can be. Um, is there such thing as a bisexual lesbian? Not to me. Because I don't know. you know how I feel about words. Um, yeah. And I get that people are like, oh, well, you know, you know, the, there's all kinds of identities now within the Liga Bigatiga community. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, for, and I get that. And I don't want to deny nobody their identity or their experience. What I am all for is us coming up with a word for that. Mm. Let's just come up with a word for that. Because lesbian mm. already means woman who is exclusively attracted to women. That's what that means. I definitely. So if you're not a woman or you're not exclusively attracted to women then you're not a lesbian. Like, I stopped calling myself a lesbian when I started dating trans and non-binary niggas because those aren't women. Right. So, I I don't think there's a such thing as a bisexual lesbian. I do think there's a such thing as somebody having, um, being a woman or being assigned female at birth and yet having, and having a strong preference for women, mm-hmm. but sexually being open to a lot of different shit. Now, what do we call that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, but I'm happy to come up with a word for that and use that word. Uh, but so, yeah, actually, a lot of masculine people, masculine women, dyke studs, whatever, as long as they still identify as a woman. Doms. Yeah, they they do enjoy penetration because penetration feels good. It's just really shameful she to say that. Eight out by a man now. And that is what she started by saying she missed, according to this letter that I read from Lex. That's true. And, <laughs> so. I mean, and you listen to all hour and 18 minutes of them fucking, you stronger than me. But she said she was touched up and also that she's a freak. And that they were talking about including freak shit in their relationship, including mm-hmm. niggas. But that, for whatever reason, yeah. Bay was keeping this part, mm-hmm. um, you know, between her and, and Tim Cook and them over at... Yeah, it doesn't uh, sound like... I don't know if you're saying that this person cheated on you. It doesn't sound like you're saying that. This could be very old audio, um, you know, that they keep around just because it sounds good. <laughs> but maybe. Uh, and, you know, we do need to discuss why you saw that your partner had some voice notes on her phone. And the first thing you did was save them. <laughs> the first thing you did was save them <laughs> voice notes to your iCloud instead of just being like, oh, let me wipe the phone for- <laughs> since you forgot to do that. Like... <laughs> There's a conversation right. to be had there. I would pray a partner doesn't go through my voice notes or anything else like that. But I also don't have nothing. I don't have nothing to hide, really. It's just more of like, I'm a human and I deserve privacy. 
and respect of my privacy. So yeah. there is that question, but um, let's see. Am I limiting my partner's explorations if I rightfully chew her ass out? I mean, it sounds like you're mad because she's okay with certain stuff with this man that she doesn't <laughs> do with you. Like with you, she's a touch me not. So like maybe you're a pillow princess and everything is just being done to you. And and the dynamic is totally different than what she's having with this or person. Or is it that the sex with this man sounds way better than the sex that she's having with yeah, it sounds like you feel threatened because your partner is having sex in a way that you don't get to be a part of at all. But what I don't, what I, what I cannot help you with is how you're going to have this conversation without admitting that you went through her damn voice notes. Oh, I'm assuming you're going to start with, like, here's the voice <laughs> note. I listened to all hour and a half of it. It was giving Russo Brothers. I thought at any moment Iron Man was going to fight Captain Marvel. It was so long. So let's talk. <laughs> like, Ghetto. Um, yeah, I'm assuming that you're going to say, yes, I did this very thing. And this is how I know this Look. stuff. Let's talk about it. There's no continuing this relationship with the knowledge of this information without addressing it for you. Yeah. And there's no addressing it without saying, I did this thing. So you might as well just go on ahead and do it so y'all can start talking about what you're really here to talk about, yeah. which is the fact that she likes, you know, to niggas to to taste and maybe do a couple of other things every now and then or did once upon a time because here's another thing it could be this one man i'm not like that's here's and then when you were talking uh earlier about like what we would call it and stuff like that like i completely agree with that i feel like though at the same time until that name come along mm -hmm. it's okay to just be fluid like there's nothing wrong with like i'm gay as fuck or I consider myself a lesbian sexually. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, it's about the time of day. Yeah. To me, I'm not, if you were to say that to me down at whatever bar, I'm not going to challenge your sexuality. That's going to make perfect sense mm -hmm. to me. Like, yeah. around the clock, you're a lesbian. <laughs> Certain things bedroom-wise might, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. traipse outside those boundaries. <laughs> like, that's, you know what I mean? So yeah, don't, I don't think that we have to get too... Um, like you understand that, right? Then I feel like there are some people like Lexi who maybe have more challenges with sexuality, identity, and what it means to you individually, uh, where that would be like a bigger thing. Like I get why it's more like, oh, is she a lesbian or a bisexual lesbian mm -hmm. or a car? What, what's that? You know what I mean? Where it's just like, yeah, she probably the same stud mm -hmm. that you've been with for four years. That's right. You just know now every she hasn't had sex with women exclusively or isn't interested in having sex with women exclusively. Mm -hmm. And there isn't anything wrong with that. And you having like a wild, erratic or unprepared response to that is probably I hate doing it but it's it's part of the reason why it might Ooh. be like let Ooh. me just keep Ooh. the fact that once upon a time this one nigga from Guyana ate the box <laughs> and you know like <laughs> I let this one nigga from Grenada eat me out and then he just happened to do it again like whatever <laughs> no he just happened to <laughs> I mean um, I get it I would be really thrown off because the the niggas I date, 
it's just not giving that. And I've honestly never dated a touch me not. Even the trans niggas I've dated were like, oh no, you can touch me. So mm-hmm. I've never, I've never been with somebody like that, but I would be shocked. I I I understand the the element here of like really being blindsided because even the niggas I date, I would be shocked to hear them on audio with a man talking about how much they like him, you know, giving her head, them head or whatever else. Like, yeah, yeah. I understand that, but <clears throat> this sounds like it's about having an open now that you know that mm-hmm. an open conversation mm-hmm. about boundaries such as going into someone's voice notes sending all of them to yourself <laughs> and then listening to them in detail and taking notes yeah. and then crafting together an email to send to two strangers so they could discuss the contents of said voice notes for an audience of hundreds of thousands yeah, weekly you did so that. like you did that you know, there's that. And then also um, sexuality and fluidity in mm-hmm. the ways that we express ourselves in bed. Do you actually have a problem with your partner getting her mm-hmm. box ate by this nigga Maybe. from Trinidad? Because if you do, let's start there. If you don't, let's call that nigga and tell him to come over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... You gotta are gonna have to maybe have more of a conversation about those types yeah. of things because I don't think it's nothing to be ashamed of. To be honest with you, I have many, many, many lesbian friends, mm-hmm. femme, mask, and they have told me things. And my thing has always been, girl, life is short. Enjoy it. Yes, do that. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting because y'all had already been talking about bringing a man in, but for you. So Right, right. So now that you have an issue, you're like, am I just disgusted because it's a man? It's like, how disgusted yeah, can you really be? <laughs> <laughs> but then again, it is also like, when was this? I know a same-sex couple women <laughs> who, I'm not going to say their names, I'm not going to blow up their spot, but they have a very short list of niggas that they would invite into the bedroom if it was an option. I know. Yes. Actually, <laughs> I have friends on both sides that do that. Oh, like, work. <laughs> way less on men's because they never do And I feel like Janelle Monae is on a lot of those lists. <laughs> on both sides. Again, yes. yes. 1,000%. I feel like it's niggas who are fine. like, I want Janelle Monae to bend me over. <laughs> I want them to do that immediately. I need that experience. I actually have friends <laughs> I know people personally who would be like, I just, I know it tastes good. Mm-hmm. Talking about her. Yeah. Just like, and I just want, I just, just sit on my face. So, I need to experience it. Yeah, I think Janelle's yeah. probably on a lot of those. So, but you know what? Also, the one, <laughs> I was about to say, I forgot they dated. I completely forgot. Tessa Thompson? Uh, that they, yes. <laughs> yes. I was going to add her to the list and be like, She oh, also wait. has big strap energy. They were yep. <laughs> special friends for a while. And we, so. and we loved that. And we ate that up. Oh, that was iconic. It Just seeing was. them in photos together. Was when like, when Janelle would randomly go live on Instagram and Tessa would be on the couch, I'm like, I, do you understand you are feeding like, us? Even if this is nothing. We don't the, care. The we don't care. Shipping. We do not care. Oh, my God. They turned everybody out. They did. Everybody they did. out. They did. turned everybody out. Truly did. So. So, yeah. I mean, Lexi herself said that she thinks this is survivable. That's what I'm saying. And I I think the only way it's not going to be survivable is if your partner 
is furious that you listen to her voice notes when you were just supposed to be turning in the phone. (laughs) Right. I understand the impulse. I probably would have also wanted to do it. Like, I can't, I'm not going to sit here and act like I would not have been tempted. But like, I'm pulling up at the Apple store. We supposed to be getting new phones. I want to believe that, you know, full healed me would just say, oh, let me do a quick reset on my partner's phone. They forgot to wipe it. I know I wouldn't. <laughs> not today. I promise you I ain't going to my phone. It's going to make no difference. <laughs> I want to believe that I would be like, you oh, like if I give a fuck. I'm not finna <laughs> airdrop this to myself. I'm not finna. I'm not finna send this to my iCloud. <laughs> Who knows what's on this? It could be the last. You know, it could be anything on on. I'm going phone. to find out. Yeah, because I'm God's favorite. It does. It's, okay. I don't have okay. to do the work. Okay, work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna find out one way or another. And you we already know about you. me. When mm-hmm. I find out, it's a wrap. So play the game if you want to while you can. I'm not going to run you down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's me. You know what I'm saying? That's what you did. And I also feel like, no shade, knowing lesbians four years deep, it's probably survivable for her too. Yeah. Like, the whole, you you know, sending your voice notes thing. Yeah. I think that what's possible here, if everyone is, like, open, honest, mm-hmm. not, you know, big Grimy, yeah, messy, yep. I think this could lead to a, a real evolution for the better in your sex life and in your, your Ooh, relationship period. Yes, it could. But for certain in your sex yeah, life. Yeah, if your partner can get over the fact, again, that you violated their privacy and listen to their voice notes. If they can that, get over... You know, that might take a while. Because knowing, honestly, knowing me and my Scorpio rising, I don't know that I would forgive you for that. I don't want to say things about it, right? <laughs> No, say it. Niggas are just a little different. No, I know. <laughs> no, this conversation has been going on online for like three weeks now of like, why is it okay to snoop through men's phones, but not okay to snoop through women's phones? And people are like, honestly, it's just different. And I'm like, oh, I can't. As a therapist, I cannot say that. But okay, I don't agree with that. As a nigga, I get it. I do. I get it. Because men, if when you snoop through a woman's phone... phone I mean, you can't be mad at that same. But energy. listening, talking about? but listening to your voice notes is going through your phone. An hour and eighteen minutes, and of you sat it. there and listened to me come all over this nigga, and you just kept listening. Mm. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, you're I don't not like that. that. You're a little like intrigued, and I think that could possibly lead to some wonderful things once y'all get past. If y'all get past, you know, you snooping. Yeah, but I I hear where you coming from. You know what I'm saying? Me, well, even I'm like, <laughs> can't do this. Like, I listen to this one thing. You should see. It don't have to be who it is. If it's like, and then you know who it is. Girl, if you don't get this bitch, you're goddamn. <laughs> Your process. I'm like, what the fuck are we even talking about? <clears throat> Best of luck to you, Lexi. Um, hopefully, your partner isn't petty. Uh, and short-tempered like me because I, I don't probably think probably going to have an argument but I don't think they're going to break up yeah I mean especially y'all been together for four years so mm-hmm. it probably will be like babe we can figure this out I just what's up with this like we talked about bringing a nigga in for me do you want a nigga in for you too like it's not even necessarily that I'm opposed to it but let's talk about mm-hmm. it because I'm hearing a totally different side of you than what I see and and feel and experience in mm-hmm. our 
in our life together. So yeah. Um, but you best... just can't come at her spicy. That's not gonna work. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, you definitely can't come with the how dare you, blah blah blah. Because That's, then it's like you're gonna bitch. How dare you insane. be in my bit? <laughs> right. So <laughs> you need to first come clean and say I did this. Thing. I did it. I should not have done this thing. Mm-hmm. I found out these things, yep. and I would like to have an open, honest, and fair, respectful conversation about it. I love that. That is the only way that you can really yeah. approach this situation. And then you still got to hope for the best. Right. You can still be like, what the fuck is your problem? Exactly. And that would be warranted. Because <laughs> what if this is from, like, 2016? What if this audio file right. is, like, several years old, and it's literally none of your business? None. And again, it could also not really even be too indicative of of this person's sexuality as a whole. Mm-hmm. It could be something about that one person or one specific memory or whatever. So it could be like you over here making it a way bigger deal, mm-hmm. you know, than it actually is. Or so and that would be agitating as well. It's right. like, yeah, God bless. Good luck. Yes, good luck to you, Lexi. Please let us know how it goes. And that is going to conclude. Our special holiday extravaganza mailbag episode. Thank you all so much for all the support in 2023. It has meant the world to us. And we're just so thrilled that we are still here, still kicking, still talking our shit and still having a good ass time with y'all. Follow us on social media at This Is The Read. Um, You can find our merch over at ShopTheRead.com. Uh, any other news from you, Kid Fury, this week? Congrat! I'm going to say it again on this week's regular episode, but congratulations on your amazing sold-out stand-up comedy show. You killed it as we all knew you would. And yeah, we're just so proud of you. Anything else for you before we leave? Happy holidays. Uh, love on people close to you. Check on someone, tell them you love them. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.